0: Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is part two of my conversation with Lori Beth Aldridge, and she is the host of the Elevating Motherhood podcast, and she's created the mom community, ya, ya Moms, and all the links are in the show notes to connect with her. And we are continuing on with our conversation about how to fill your mama cup while you have little ones at home. And we were just talking about how the time that you put into yourself, the filling of your cup is sacred. And Lori Beth is going to build on that. Um, You're catching us just as we were talking about practical ways to do that at home. And I loved how Lori Beth had just gotten done saying, we need to reframe things. So when we look at the dialogue in our head, what are we saying to ourselves? Are we saying that we matter? Are we saying that no one is letting me do this? Um, Are we prioritizing our time as moms to really pour into ourselves? Because we matter too, mamas. So that's where you're going to pick up this conversation. And I hope you enjoy the rest of
1: our conversation, friends. And if you started viewing this time, this filling of your cup as sacred, man, you would make so much more room for the sacred in your day you know, more so Mm -hmm. than the annoying or unachievable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it it depends on how we look at it too. And I just think reframing the whole experience, especially if you have littles, oh my gosh, with the three girls in the house, um, you know, very close in age, there's so much talking, which is the sheer number of kids that I have, just like it's a revolving door of talking. (laughs) Um, And it gets to be a bit much sometimes. But Mm -hmm. I, a long time ago, Started working on not viewing them as interrupting me, but instead seeing them as curious about what it is mommy was doing. Mm-hmm. So once I reframed that attitude toward my own children, my relationship with them instantly changed. You know, I don't see them interrupting and me getting frustrated or annoyed as a bad thing, I see it as a teaching moment. You know, Mm -hmm. also, if I sit down to journal or write or read and they're like, Mommy, Mommy, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Mommy, Mommy. (laughs) Yeah. Then it's actually an opportunity for me um, to set some boundaries um, Mm -hmm. and say, Mommy's writing right now, just a minute. And when they're little, it takes so many gentle reminders um, for them to get it. Mommy is going to journal for five minutes, and that's okay. Mommy would like quiet while I write. I'll come play with you after, and that's okay. Just making this self-care a normal thing in their lives. You know, you aren't wasting your time by sitting down and journaling when you, quote-unquote, could be productive doing something else. You know, our worth is technically not wrapped up in our... And what it is we do. Our worth is just who we are. And when you sit down and start journaling, that message gets deeper within you, you know, especially if you're writing down positive affirmations or just getting your thoughts out or venting on paper, you know, it's you realizing that your thoughts are worthy of notation. And that's definitely not a waste of time. And you're modeling what, the healthy practice that is journaling and you're modeling that your thoughts are worthy of notation. You know, if they are just insistent and they don't want to wait for mommy after you can actually set them up with their own journal too, or their own piece Mm -hmm. of paper. Here, you write down what's on your heart right now. I'm going to write down what's on my heart and that's okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: That's such a good tip. I love that. And I think my three and a half year old is a huge talker and I love that you said they're not interruptions because I've been telling myself that as well. I listened to um, another podcast recently um, and the host was saying how, you know, notice when you call something an interruption Mm -hmm. and it's that same idea of reframing, like just notice it and notice when you're frustrated by your children, just notice it and see if maybe you chose the wrong time to work on something. Um, maybe, you know, you chose a time to look at your phone when they're really yearning for your attention. Um, Maybe they need to wait, or maybe you need to change something and then do do your thing later. So I think just being flexible with things has really helped me. And just also not saying they're interrupting me all the time. I've been working Mm -hmm. on that language as well, because I think that's where our frustration as moms comes in. Like, oh, you're always interrupting me and you never let me have a minute. And I think we are allowed and I would encourage moms, I know you would too, to take that time and maybe even set a timer. You know, kids love timers. And this has worked really well with my three and a half year old. She's so verbal. She understands so much. And I explain, okay, I'm going to be on my phone because the phone's a big trigger for her. Um, journaling, not as much or reading, not as much, but the phone really bothers her. So I say, okay, I'm setting a timer. When it goes off, you can tell me it's time to get off mom. And we just did that this morning and it worked. So I think um, empowering our children, like, oh, you hold me accountable. Like I'm going to set this timer and when it goes off, okay, it's time to be together. I'm done with my mom break. I call it a mom break. That's awesome. <laughs> and my, my daughter knows that. And it's funny. She's used that word. Um, and I think, you know, we're training the next generation
1: mm-hmm.
0: how they should be as moms. We're training them and we can train them well or not so well. We can train them to deny all their needs Um, and forget about themselves, or we can train them that, hey, we're all people worthy of some alone time worthy of pouring into ourselves, like we're each worthy of that. And so um, I just love everything you've shared. Uh, It's so, so helpful. And I resonate with it so deeply. And I think more moms need to just give themselves permission, because here's your permission right now, if you're listening, Mm -hmm. like, please, please take care of yourself. It doesn't have to be hours a day. That's probably not doable for most moms, but five minutes, so much power in five minutes. And so, you know, if someone's listening and says, okay, what should I do? Like, should I be journaling? Should I be praying? Should I be reading? Should I be drinking coffee? Like, of course it's going to be different for everybody, but is there some way that you think, the listener could really pour into themselves this week so they could be a better wife and mom, like maybe some little action item. I like to leave people with little action item at the end of each episode just to kind of apply in their life. Uh, Maybe it's the journal for 30 days, you know, whatever, big or small, whatever you think people need to hear right now.
1: Yeah, sure. I love what you said about the pause earlier, too. Um, Just wanted to highlight that so it didn't get lost in the whole conversation, because that's really good. And that's actually what I would encourage people to do is pause just in general, but practice pausing. And also carving, that means practice pausing for you, too. So pause and be okay with it, you know, carve out that five minutes a day for you. Of course, I highly recommend the alone time guided journal because what was five minutes soon became 20 minutes soon became an hour, you know, of self care Mm. a day broken up. But uh, that five minutes is the achievable goal for sure. And it doesn't have to be journaling, like you said, um, it's just something that fills you up, something that you create or take in that fills you up. And like you said, sometimes it looks like being on your phone and sometimes it doesn't. You know, I think mm-hmm. separating that out and maybe finding something that fills you up that's not on your phone was helpful mm-hmm. for me. Um, pen, The power of pen to paper is just, oh, it. It does it for me every single time in a way that my phone just can't, you know, I depend on moving across the paper, just there's, there's even science to prove, you know, the connections are built, the stronger connections are built when you're writing things out as opposed to typing them. Um, Mm -hmm. And definitely as opposed to scrolling, I'm sure. You know, (laughs) (laughs) um, know, daydream about something you've always wanted to learn. For me, that looked like um, I wanted to learn how to do fancy braids in my hair. Um, I wanted to learn how to make sourdough bread from scratch. And I wanted to learn how to watercolor and grow dahlias. These were like my four goals over the past year. And when I allowed myself time to Sit down and daydream about that. I ended up hosting a sourdough starter class with a bunch of my friends. I hosted a hair braiding workshop at my house. I have dahlia bulbs sitting on my counter upstairs. I have no idea what to do with them there. That was the cart before the (laughs) horse for sure. (laughs) But you know, these are all things that really excite me. Um, Oh, and I'm signed up for a watercolor class in May um, to learn how to do that. So you know, what be what started out of these as these five minutes a day has turned into action steps that I've taken that truly fill me up. And that's where it can take you. So thinking about those five minutes and thinking, oh, it seems achievable. Just know that once you sit down and pour into yourself like that, oh my gosh, the things that can come to life, the action steps that you actually take. And, you know, this can the daydreaming can happen with you on the couch. Give yourself permission to turn on that diffuser, or turn on the fireplace, or go for a walk, or go sit out in the sun, or have a cup of tea with your favorite, you know, fuzzy blanket. Whatever, it, whatever it is that makes you extra cozy and comfortable, and that you feel cared for. And like you're meeting your needs, like go that extra mile, whatever that is in those um, five minutes. You know, for me, it looks looks like turning on my diffuser, turning on my little heater and then making sure I get my favorite blanket and just sitting there and allowing myself to daydream. And of course, my littles come up to me and are like, what are you doing? And I tell them, you know what? I'm just spending a couple minutes to myself and that's okay. And I'm thinking about what it is I might want to learn next, what it is I might want to do next. And you know what? they'll go off and get their own fuzzy blanket and think about what what it is they want next out of life, even if that looks like chocolate milk. (laughs) (laughs) That is so powerful. And thank you for keeping
0: it so simple yet so profound. I've always noticed that the best tips are very simple, very Mm -hmm. attainable. Anyone can take five minutes of their day to think, daydream, journal, read. And I also want to highlight that you said, do something that fills you up Mm -hmm. and maybe someone listening doesn't even know. So maybe that's what your time will be for five minutes. You'll be thinking about, wait, what does fill me up? Wait, does scrolling social media, fill you up. Mm -hmm. Probably not. Probably not friends. Probably not. Um, maybe journaling, reading, watercolor, dancing. You know, there's so many, so many options. The the options are limitless. So I like the idea of you chose four things that you wanted to learn. So yeah, I just love, love everything you've shared, Lori Beth. I am so grateful for you. you. And yeah, and I know the listeners are really going to benefit from everything you've shared, just be inspired and encouraged. And you are such a light in the world. You really are. And I know people are going to want to find you and connect with you and join your community of Yaya Mamas. And so can you share where everyone can find you?
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm all... I'm all clamped, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little gushy. Now you know that about me. I'm a little bit of a gushy person. I really appreciate what I you're like doing it. too. Yeah. Oh man. Thank you. So I am on social media um, on Instagram. I'm my name at Lori Beth Aldridge. Um, that's where I have all the blog and podcast stuff. I also do homeschool support on there and just, um, yeah, just showing up as an authentic mom for sure. Um, On Facebook, um, there is Elevating Motherhood, which is the podcast. And then right now it's Yaya Mamas. If you look up Y-A-Y-A-M-A-M-A-S, it's on Facebook as well. But I am going to launch the Yaya Collective soon, which is a space for us to practice um, being gentle with other moms while we're being gentle with ourselves. Um, So that's coming very soon too. And if you follow me on Instagram, um, I will announce there at Lori Bethel. Aldridge, um, when that is launching. And then I also have a couple of websites, elevatingmotherhood.com and yayamamas.com.
0: Awesome. And everyone subscribe to her podcast too, because I am a listener and it's excellent. And I just absolutely love what you're doing, Lori Beth. And thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh gosh. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I appreciate you. Aloha. You're so
0: welcome. Yes. Bye.